0: You wouldn't believe how rude some people can be. Just you're minding your own business and they push in front of you in the queue, they let the door slam in front of you, they fall over my feet. Ah, really annoying, frustrating. How to deal with these rude and ungrateful, aggressive, arrogant people? Meddling people in our lives? How do we deal with these? That's today's show. welcome to Stillness in the Storms, a podcast dedicated to finding peace and calm in the midst of life's challenges. Whether you're dealing with personal struggles, global crisis or simply the daily stress of modern life, this podcast is here to help you find a sense of balance and well-being. That intro was wrote by ChatGTP GTP, G-H-P. Open AI, or just AI, I don't know what it's called. But yeah, I thought it did pretty good. I typed it in and said, Explain Stillness in the Storms podcast. And that's what it wrote. Welcome to Stillness in the Storms, a podcast dedicated to finding peace and calm in the midst of life's challenges. Whether you're dealing with personal struggles, global crises, or simply a daily stress of modern life, this podcast is here to help you find a sense of balance and well-being. I, know, I was pretty awesome. I thought that was pretty good It also gave me a couple of other examples And I'll do them on the next two podcasts But you know, it did better than me So I'm going to be out of a job soon I'm just going to say, hey, write a podcast And I'll just read it <laughs> I'm only joking, I'm only joking You get me, you get 100% me Or on this podcast, 98% me Um, But yeah, I want to talk about rude, arrogant just ungrateful meddling people but just before that i want to say thank you to jennifer laura and audra thank you so much for donating and it makes all the difference and i've made it really easy now for people to go and download the five simple practices for inner peace it's a book i wrote not that long ago and it just gives you a little more inner peace in life really simple things you can do even if you cannot meditate and also there's a donate button as well which helps me with the hosting of this podcast and helps me with the editing. The more help with the editing, the more episodes I can put out, and it really makes a difference. So head over to thankyoustephen.com. Yeah, that's easy. Thankyoustephen.com. There you go. And I will remind you at the end of the podcast, so we can sit back and relax and just enjoy the podcast. Okay, talking about meddling and interfering people. I've got a wonderful quote by Marcus Aurelius and I, I always use this and I always go back and read it whenever people are starting to really annoy me because, you know, people annoy me, <laughs> you know, all the time. It's not like you get to a place in life where you find inner peace and nobody ever bothers you. Nobody ever gets on your nerves and everything's rosy and you're walking around in this world and it's just beautiful and you're hugging trees and everything's just love just not like that that people will still annoy you people still get on your nerves and it's the reality of things i get on my own nerves trust me my mind is so mentally chattering all the time that i'm like seriously you want to you, you want to think about that now as if i'm not busy enough <laughs> you know exactly what i'm saying you know exactly what i'm saying and you, you know and it comes up with the most inappropriate Things to think about when not thinking about it. When it's like can you think of the most inappropriate thing to think about now? Yep, already on it. <laughs> That's your mind. That's what the mind does. But I want to go back to this quote. Right. Marcus Aurelius, you know, two thousand years ago, two and a half thousand years ago, he was on it, wasn't he? So when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant dishonest jealous and surly they will be like this because they can't tell good from evil but i have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil and i have recognized that the wrongdoer has nature related to my own not of the same blood and birth but the same mind and possessing a share of the divine and so none of them can hurt me No one can implicate me in ugliness, nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate him. We were born to work together, like feet, hands and eyes, like the two rows of teeth, upper and lower. To obstruct each other is unnatural. To feel anger at someone, to turn your back on him, these are unnatural. Marcus Aurelius. Okay, it's a kind of long quote, but I want to pick it apart a bit later in the podcast, but let's get to the main point of this. I was out with my sister the other day, and we had a doctor's appointment, and we queued up at the chemist. And I, you know, something shiny caught my eye, so I went and had a look at it. And I think my sister bent down to look at something in a bag or something like that. And someone went past her and just, you know, jumped the queue. And I got back and said, You're right and he goes, Yeah. Just lost my place in the queue. I went, All oh, right. Did you move? And she went, No, I was right here. So, okay. And I could tell my sister was agitated. And I said, Don't worry about it, it's fine. And and we had this conversation relatively quiet. But I, I think my sister wanted the person to hear in some way. I can't do confrontation. I'm terrified of it. I'm like Shh, don't say anything. God. You know, hide, you know, put the blinds up, you know, no one can see me that I'm agitated. I would hate for them to um but in somewhat there's a part of me, there's a voice inside of me that wants them to know that, hey, you just done me wrong. You you've just really you've ruined my day, you know. Okay, they haven't ruined my day, but you know what I mean. You feel hard done by. It's not right, it's not just. You waiting in the queue. They should do the same thing they're adults for christ's sake they're not two-year-old children so we have all that process in our mind of all these different things and we see it the way we see it now then if i see it from my sister's perspective she was in the queue there plain view you obvious she was in the queue so why would someone do that and that's a correct perspective then take another perspective someone's walking in through the door they're not sure if they're putting something in their bag are they just looking at the shelf the shelves were quite close were they minding their own business perhaps they had their head in the phone or something like that don't judge that just we all do it sometimes maybe they had an important phone call and um, whatever reason and she just didn't take much notice and walked past and joined the queue you know that's a different perspective and that's a again a correct perspective Based on based on the person that jumped the queue. Maybe that's where they were viewing. Um, and the thing is there's multiple reasons why we do these ignorant, stupid things. We we don't we're not always walking around blissfully aware of everything else that's going on. You know, when I drove my car before my accident, I was only driving for about eight months. But I the amount of times I would cut in front of someone Or someone would beep and things like that. And that's only the times that people pointed it out to me. I wonder how many times I did it and someone like went, oh, they just pulled out in front of me. Or done something wrong or braked aggressively and things like that. All those things people moan about. But the thing is, unless it's pointed out to us, we don't know we did it. And very often, if it is pointed out, we go on the defensive. And we try to justify it. It's like, no, I didn't do that. I was perfectly fine. There was plenty of room. But well, there might have been plenty of room from your perspective. It may not have been plenty of room from their perspective and their ability to drive. Who knows? So the point is, I'm making There's multiple perspectives and there's multiple rights. It's really interesting. It doesn't mean just because your right differs from their right, it doesn't mean your right is any more than theirs. There's multiple truths. And, you know, and we're talking about opinion here and the way we feel about things. I'm not talking about an absolute truth of, you know, H2O. It's H2O, no matter who looks at it. I'm talking about opinionated truths. Um, and if you have an opinion, if you have, you know, I have a truth that I love um, chocolate chip ice cream. Someone else, and I personally think chocolate chip ice cream is the best flavor in the world. Having every flavor in the world, but I can't see it being beaten. Yet that's not a truth for somebody else, that's a truth for me. So we have multiple truths, multiple perspectives. And so I wanted to get that out of the way to begin with, because that's one way of helping you to realize that, you know, they didn't necessarily get out of bed to be ignorant and rude and jump in front. And very often, most people would be really embarrassed. Um, you know, if you trust, you just push to front, they go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. I'm not saying say that. I'm just saying, just don't worry about it. And that's the way you deal with it. Just, you know, everybody is just doing their best. Everybody's distracted. Everybody's thinking about other stuff. Everybody's just doing what they're doing. Minding their own businesses, Maybe or getting into other people's business, you know, whatever, whatever we're doing. People are doing what they're doing, and they're not always thinking. And when we remember that, we have a softness. You know, I'd done a TikTok video the other day about the subtle mind. Just have a softness to it. And the, one way of explaining that, a good metaphor, is Alan Watts says about the wake of a ship. So a ship goes by, and we all create a wake. Then we can create a wake that's turbulent and up and down and all that, that everybody's got to hold on to their rafts and try to stay in the boat, or we can just be a little more subtle, and we can create a wake that's just a gentle wake that isn't really affected, just a calm, but you cannot not create a wake. And the point is, you're not in control of the wake. The wake doesn't control the ship, you know, But we can choose what we do with it. We can choose to, ah, we can just bob along. Or we can sit in the boat screaming at the ship. How dare you do that? How dare you disrupt my lovely, smooth lake, ocean? That's what we're doing. We're going up and down on the wake, and we're complaining about it. The ship's already gone. (laughs) You know, the captain's already thinking about the next problem. And that's what we're doing. We're thinking about the next problem. We're thinking about how to get out of the car park, how to pay for our bills. We're we're thinking about what we're gonna do for tea. What am I gonna do for tea? Ah, I got a nice cottage pie for tea. I do like my cottage pie. Anyway, see my mind, Ooh, straight away to something else. It's what it does. It's what it does all the time. Why are you having for tea? Drop me an email. <laughs> I'll put a link on the Thanks Stephen page to a to uh, a box where you can message me as well you know you can either donate download my five simple practices or you can message me what you're going to have for tea (laughs) don't we live in an interesting world what a life so how do we deal with these people how how do we deal with these meddling people these people that make mistakes it's first of all recognize that you make mistakes too Secondly, it's not personal. They don't know you. They don't care about you. They're not thinking about you. Um, They're just doing their natural thing. How much do you go around when you're walking around the pavement or going around doing things? How much do you consider them? You think you do. You think you do. But how much do you really consider what they're doing, what kind of life they're living at the moment, what kind of mourning have they had, How are they feeling? Are they hot or cold? Are they bothered? Are they struggling? Are they being able to pay their bills? You know, how much compassion have you really got for them? And when you have real compassion for them, you can go, do you know what? I don't know their issues. I don't know what they're encountering on a daily basis. They may have jumped in front of the queue. They may have let a door slam on me. They may have been blindsided and walked into my chair whatever you know all these things people do i don't know whether that morning they got out of bed and they were part of a violent alteration i don't know whether or not they had the most terrible news 10 minutes before i don't know if they're struggling to pay their bills or they're living a happy really um, carefree life and that's the truth is, we really don't know. And even if we think we know, we still don't know because we'll see someone's life, even if we know somewhat part of their life, we don't know all of their life. So we might be able to see it and go, do you know what, they've got a lovely partner, they've got a lovely house. I know they haven't got any bills or anything like that. Or well, you don't know what they're suffering from otherwise. You don't know if behind closed doors it's really like that. And what one person's dealing with is not what another person deals with, on different levels. You know, if someone come and said to me tomorrow, you're going to be stuck in bed for a week, I'll be like, okay, that sucks, but I'll be all right. You say that to somebody else, and they're going to freak. You're both stuck in bed. But because I've been stuck in bed, because I've had pressure sores and all that, to me, that's, a, that's like a walk in the park. To somebody else, that's not. So what we're going through is relative. So have compassion for them. We live in a rude world. We live in an ignorant world. We live in a world that is so busy and so rude and so ignorant that we're all just trying to get to grips with it. You know, have compassion for yourself too. You make mistakes. On a daily basis, how many mistakes do you make? Just have compassion for yourself. I suppose the best way of dealing with these things is just, I said to my sister when we got out of the car park, I said, why would you let it bother you? And she's right. She said they were rude. It's not right. I agree. Totally agree. But we're now carrying it. Granted, I was one that asked her, but we'll take it with us. We'll phone a friend. We'll post it on Facebook. Okay, my sister doesn't, but that's the kind of metaphor that we do we we carry on the rest of the day and we carry it a person just made a mistake ignorantly they didn't even know you know just the same as a car park when someone's in the car and they're trying to get out and it's they got all those things and that perspective on their mind some people find it really hard to drive cars especially in a car park and we're like come on go go come on you've got plenty of room it's like, well, you don't know whether that person had an accident two days before and they're now worried a bit. You don't know whether their vision is as good as yours. And you might say, well, they shouldn't be driving. Well, I'm sorry. As long as they pass their vision test, they can drive. But I know people that don't have a good spatial awareness and other people that have great spatial awareness but have um downfalls in other ways. You know, I, I've got I get driven around by five different carers now, they all drive differently. And they all have great qualities in driving. And none of them are perfect. I'm perfect. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I can't even drive my jab properly. You know, the amount of times I crash that in you ought to see my house. You know, I, I'd say I do the decorating below three foot, which basically means the undecorating the Scuffing up of the skirting boards and everything. Yeah, we're just, nobody's perfect. Be a little more compassionate, be a little more forgiving, and realize that we're all just doing our best. And that's how we deal with rude, ungrateful, arrogant, meddling, dishonest, jealous people. We're just, we're doing our best and we're doing it based from our lives and our perspective and what we've learned to be the best. And I think, just have a softening to it. Just try, next time when someone's rude to you, just try doing nothing with it. And it feels better. Subtle mind. You know, just ride the wake, just a gentle... Do nothing with it. Don't add no more fuel to the fire. Don't add any more fuel that's going to make the fire go bigger. I'm sure I didn't need to explain that metaphor to you. Um, the best revenge is to be unlike him who performed the injury. I always take notice when I'm reading any quotes on now, whenever it's like 300 years or plus, it's always him. They very rarely quote her or us or them. It's always him, which is just funny. It's just the time, is it? That's the way they wrote. They always wrote about the man just as if they were the ones that had all the knowledge. It's just a ridiculous world. Ridiculous arrogance and ignorance and narcissistic. That's what it is. Can't change it. Can't go back 2,000 years. We can, be a, we can be entertained by it and bemused by it. We can be enlightened by it, but we cannot change it. And that's what's really important. You have the power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. You will find strength. I like that. There's so much strength in just being able to stay calm when everybody else is losing it. The best answer to anger is silence. Another quote by him. Brilliant. Marcus Aurelius, one of the great stoic philosophers from about two and a half thousand years ago in Athens. Um, He basically lost everything. He lost his boat and everything when he landed in Athens. And he started walking around um, looking for a positive spin on things. I'm pretty sure that was Marcus to read this, anyway. Perhaps I'm wrong. Anyway, anyway, that's my podcast. How do you deal with meddling, aggressive, rude, arrogant people? If you let them be. Have some compassion for them. Just the same as we need to have some compassion for ourselves. They don't mean to be rude. If you point it out to them, they're very often apologetic or they get annoyed that you pointed out because they're actually embarrassed. That's a really important point. And on that really important point, I'm going to say thank you to Jennifer, Laura and Audra for your donations this week. Makes a difference. Thank you. And if you want to donate or download the five simple practices for inner peace, or drop me a message telling me what you're going to eat for tea later, you can do so at thankyoustephen.com. Take care. I love you.